the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called walking through your open door. Something God wants every born-again believer to do. Saints of the Most High God are some blessed people. Oh yes, we are. We're blessed because we have a God who loves us like nobody else will ever love us. He proves his love for us by doing things for us that nobody else can do. One of the many things that our God does for us that nobody else can do is open doors of opportunity that nobody can close on me and you. Doors that he desires for us to walk through so that we can be blessed by as well as a blessing in all that he planned and prepared for me and you. But in order to walk through the doors that God opened for me and you, we have to believe that it's true, that he really did open doors of opportunity for me and you. Otherwise, we won't walk through the doors that was open for me and you. And that which he opened the doors for us to obtain and experience will never be obtained or experienced by me and you. That's why it's so important that we learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opened for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. 1 Peter chapter 3. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I I think a little differently than some people. Because I've been rubbed wrong in my life too. I've been rubbed wrong by many, not just a few. But if, if for no other reason... If I don't care for what they did, I flat out not gonna let what they did stop me from getting what God has on over me. Like you might have jammed me, but you ain't get jamming me again. Because every time I allow what they did to me to stay in the way of me receiving what God has on store for me, they do it again. And then they do it again. And then they do it again. But hold on, time out. If forgiveness is in your power, and if for- if forgiveness is within you and all you have to do is forgive because God said you can forgive, then maybe they not doing it again. Maybe they not doing it again. And maybe they not doing it again. Maybe you're now doing it to yourself and stopping yourself from being able to receive what God has in store for you. So my Jesus, you mean that you would stop you from receiving the things that God has in store for you if you choose not to forgive? Because we learned last week that when we don't forgive, we put ourselves in a jail. And that jail would not, the door would not open up until we be ready to forgive others for what they've done to us too. First Peter chapter three, let's start reading verse nine. Oh, you're going to love this stuff today. In fact, let's start reading verse eight. We want to include this part in. Finally, 
Be ye all of one mind. I mean, this is the mind I want you to have. All, every one of y'all. Everybody look at your neighbor. Say, he talking about you too? Mm-hmm. Every one of you. He said, finally, be ye all of one mind, having compassion one of another. Everybody look at your neighbor. Say, ooh, I love you. Yeah. Love as brethren. See, that, that, that tell you how to love. So in case somebody be thinking like, oh, no, they didn't hit on me, did they? No, it's talking about love as brethren. Praise God. Not like, amen. Love as brethren. Be pitiful. Not like pitiful like you're all pitiful. But <laughs> be courteous. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. But contrawise. Oh, Lord, is that word in your Bible? Somebody read that word out loud for me, please. Blessing. Blessing. Now, say it's strong like it's money or something like that. Not rendering evil for evil or or railing for railing, but contrawise blessing. Which means that instead of somebody who has just rendered evil to you, you turn around and render evil to them. And instead of maybe somebody has done, has been railing you, and now you turn around and railing them. Instead of responding in kind with them, he says you keep responding in kind like the Lord so that this next thing can be able to happen to you. But contrawise blessing, knowing that ye are there unto, which because of that you are now unto, called that ye should inherit a blessing. He says when somebody rails you or is evil to you, don't render evil for evil. Don't render railing for railing. They say something you don't like, you say something they don't like. They say something smart to you, you say something, well, what about this? You know how we do. Or evil for evil, because they did you wrong. It's okay for you to not play them wrong. But instead, bless. Everybody say bless. Bless. Yeah. He said, what we're supposed to render unto somebody is blessings. Well, Well, we're supposed to render unto somebody as blessings. Not the evil that they deserve, but the opportunity to bless that we've been given by God. Because remember, if you stop blessing, even while they're still messing, you've just shut off your own blessing. If you stop blessing, even while they're messing, then you've just shut off your own blessing. Which means that Satan is tempting you to stop the blessing that God has already bequeathed to you. This is your inheritance. This is already set up and the flow is already going. It's already yours. But Satan knows he can't stop God from giving you what he wants to give you but he can stop you from receiving it. And to get you to stop receiving it, he brings in and or garners the assistance of friends and family to get on your last nerve in a natural, to hurt you emotionally or in the natural. And these hurts are real. But that doesn't mean that they took away your ability to make a decision. They might have hurt you. They might have jacked you. They might have disrespected you. They might have played you real wrong. But God has still given you an ability to make a decision to love regardless. And to conduct yourself 
the way you're supposed to conduct yourself regardless. And if you do, then the pipeline is still open for God to do what he wants to do. But if you don't, you've just shut the door to the blessings in your life under the guise of giving them a piece of your mind, under the guise of getting even. Oh, see, I don't get hurt. I don't get mad. I get even. You know, some of us used to talk that ignorant stuff, you know, yesterday. Oh, yesterday's big. It can include far away or it can include 24 hours ago. Praise God. So whatever fits yours is yesterday. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I let the, I, I, I show them. Play me like that. They want to do something. They want something. They want to go somewhere. They want to have anything. If they want me to smile at them, you can forget that. Play me like that. Y'all know, y'all feeling me? I'll show you. Say that word to me I didn't want to hear. I will not talk to you for the next four weeks. I'm going to be colder than ice. I'll look at you and just turn my head. Because of the evil you've done, I'm going to render an evil back to you. Which means I come out of my character. I have now let go of the name. That is the one that's going to allow me to be able to walk through the open door that God has in store for me because that word name includes character. That I must conduct myself in the character of Christ. And now I'm not acting like Christ because Christ didn't play nobody that way. They spit up in his face. He got up on that cross. He didn't say forgive all of them, but that fool that slapped me upside my head while I had that thing over my head. Everybody but him. Him, he dies today. I told my man, today you're going to be with me in paradise. Today you're going to be dust. And I'm going to do it slowly too. You know how some of us do it slowly. We jam folks slowly. <laughs> Y'all don't know. I, amen. Just take good notes for your friends. Praise God. Just take good notes for your friends. I'm going to get you though. There's going to be a day you're going to need me. There's going to be a day you're going to want something. And I'm going to just be here waiting. <laughs> and when you ask me, I'm going to smile. I'm going to be like, you remember that day you played me? You, you remember that day you said it? You remember what I asked you to do? Today is payday. Hold up. Let me get my digital camera out. Pull out your phone. Be like, I want your face when I say, hold up. No. <laughs> Then take the picture <laughs> so you can get the expression <laughs> so you can have it forever. No, none of y'all know what I'm talking about. God said, look, don't be answering evil for evil and railing for railing. But contrawise, on the other hand, instead of that, this is what you should do. Bless. Everybody say bless. All bless. Oh, see, all oh, see. You got to understand that Satan knows your power and who you are. He knows that you have just by your being in their presence will cause change to occur in the midst of their lives. And so he tries to separate the presence so the change won't occur in their life once he gets his hand on them. So the change won't occur in their life the way it's supposed to because you're nowhere where you're supposed to be. It's good teaching. I don't know whether you know that or not. Yeah. We're in, turn, turn to Romans chapter 12. It's good right here. 
Romans chapter 12, and, 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 and keepers, lock the door. Don't let nobody out. <laughs> While I'm talking all this good teaching. Romans chapter 12. Of course, you got to understand, most of us didn't learn this. I know I didn't. I testified. I didn't learn this. I learned. I, what I learned was if anybody hurt you, hurt them more. Anybody jam you, jam them worse. Come on now. I learned payback is a. Okay, see, y'all, y'all learned it too, didn't y'all? <laughs> Amen. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Paul talking to the, 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 his brethren. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, or, 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 or under the light of the mercies of God, because God's been merciful to you, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, that word world means world system, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think more highly than he ought to think. Notice that of himself is added in by the translators. We're going to skip that for today to give you a more clarity of what it is that you ought to think. Not to think more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Be have a clear mind. According as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. And then he comes back with a statement right after that. For as we have many members in one body and all members have not the same office, so be so we being many are one body in Christ and every one member one of another. And then it goes on to start talking about our gifts and all that other kind of stuff. So this renewing of the mind is not just talking about renew the mind so that you can be able to prove the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And many of our minds, that just thinks that means that we can get the blessings of God because God's got this perfect will for us and he does. And he wants us to receive it and he does. But yet he don't only want you to receive it. He want everybody else around you to receive it too. Because this thing is spoken of in the context of all of us together, not just us individually. All of us together, not just us individually. Because God ordained families. God ordained friendships. God ordained people to be in one body. The Bible teaches in Ephesians chapter 4 that we're supposed to be knitly joined together. That we're supposed to be compacted by that which every joint supplieth. And of course, that which every joint has is love. And so since all of us have love, that helps us to remain tight with one another. But the moment we stop operating in love or they stopped operating in love, then all of a sudden we think that it's a reason for us to break apart. Oh, see, you, you crossed the line. You said what you wasn't supposed to have said. You did what you wasn't supposed to do. You done crossed the line. So as far as I'm concerned, ain't no coming back. No mercy. You get what you deserve. But he says, hold up. I beseech you, brothers, by the mercies of God, the ones that you've already received, whereas you crossed the line, but God gave you a way back that you quit tripping, quit thinking like you think, and renew your thinking. The body of Christ is being invited to renew their thinking towards forgiveness. To begin to think forgive first, not later on down the line after you've lost months, years, weeks, days, and allow strife to be able to get in and fester for all this time and set in good roots all up on the inside of you to the point when somebody still brings up something, now you burst into tears because of what they did. 
which shows that it got a good grip still in you. But we need to renew our thinking, renovate, just pull it all out and get some brand new thinking. And don't think any other way than what God tells us to think. Because if we think any other way other than God tells us to think, it will then influence our behavior to be something else other than what God wants us to uh, conduct ourselves. Thereby, we never step into the fullness of who God has called us to be and made us to be. You got to understand that when you got boned again, you became God's own representative. When you became born again, you became God's own representative. And as God's representative, you now represent everything he's about. He left you on earth to be a spokesperson for him. He left you on earth to be an activist for him who causes that which he started in you to be able to continue in other people too. We learned last week how one man forgave another man of his, of his debt, his huge debt, but then set him free, but he was set free to go set other people free. But he didn't set his person free, thereby he got jailed. Why? Because he was supposed to be able to go and continue that love and let that love continue in the midst of everybody's life that he came around. And if anybody owed him, you let them off just like I let you off. But see, we Christians, although we've been let off the hook big time, that was supposed to be us on the cross. We were supposed to die a more vicious death than that, if there is one possible. And then after die, after we die, get put in hell for a long time to be tormented. By stuff you can't even see because it's dark up in there. It's bad enough you're tormented, but tormented by stuff you can't see. And then that's just a holding tank because after a while they empty hell out, drop your tail out and shake you out like, you know, from a shaker. And then you fall out and hit, hit, hit the, uh, the view of God and see God and see him in his excellence. He say, I got another place for you, but before you go, bow. And of course, ain't he going to bow. Every tongue going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. Some of us, before we enter into our rewards, we're going to uh, uh, be able to say it. But other folk, before they go into that forever jacuzzi, they're called the lake of fire. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Ain't going to be no drinks over on the side of this jacuzzi, though. Ain't going to be no towels and stuff like that where you can come in and out of it when you want to. They burn forever. And so, and so, and so, God said, no, I'm leaving you here so that doesn't affect anybody. That when Satan gets his hands on anybody else, that because they're around you, they have opportunity and a doorway for them to come out of that foolishness, step back into love or step into love or connect themselves with me, seeing how I've set you free, that they want to be free like you, and then they can do what it is that God has called them to do. So you got to understand that God called you to help, other, help him help other people. God called you to help him help other people. Drop down to verse 9. He says, let love be without dissimulation. Of course, that word dissimulation means hypocrisy, which means it looks like it's one thing, but it's actually a whole nother thing up under it. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. That word cleave, of course, means cling. Cling to that which is good. Hold fast to that which is good. We know the name of the Lord is good, so we hold fast to that. We know that the word is good, so we hold fast to that. And all that it is that the word tells us is good. And so therefore, we cling and hold fast to that. So when somebody says something to us or does something to us that they should not have done, although we know that they deserve worse, we're going to cling to what the word says and we're going to forgive just like God told us to forgive. I'm going to play that one back because I don't even think that came on tape. I know a couple of y'all said amen. I don't even think it came on tape. I want folk to hear the awesome love that Word of Faith San Antonio walks in when they get these CDs and tapes. Whereas they know that they are in a people who hold fast to the word of God and are excited about doing what God has to say. 
So we're going to play that back. Because we hold fast to the name and we hold fast to the word, we hold fast to everything the word tells us to do. And since the word told us to forgive, we gladly forgive our brothers and sisters. Oh, yes, we do. We gladly forgive them. Now, don't let that be with hypocrisy. Because I'm teaching real good right now. A lot of people say amen up in here. But then step out of here, out there, where they are. And then we look them in their eye and be like, hmm. Some of us came here looking at folk like that. Hmm. And then we come up in here. I love the Lord. He's mighty. He's mighty. He holy. He holy. Sweet and honey and honey girl. <laughs> and we be like, whoo! He's sweeter than high and high come. Oh, how wondrous is the name of the Lord. Hey! And then we see the first hey! That's love with dissimulation. I'm teaching real good right now. Now, you might have not been tanked up with enough love before you came up in here. But you're going to walk out of here with enough word and enough love to be able to look them in their eye and say, hi. We'll start off with hi. Hey, that's, that's, that's progress. <laughs> but we're going to make it to, I forgive you. We're going to eke it out. <laughs> I sound like we burped or something. Praise God. <laughs> but it's coming out. Praise God. Yes, it is. So. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly one, uh, affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Now, the only way you can do that is love. Because it's hard enough to prefer folk when they didn't do something to you. Amen. Y'all know it's true. Folk have trouble letting you in traffic. And sometimes we have trouble letting other people in traffic. Look, I've been in this line. How long are you just going to pull up here? Oh, no, you going straight into them little, them little sand or water buckets and stuff over there. You're going to drive your tail right off into that. Hey, man, uh-uh, you getting behind me. And then when they get behind and we look back at them and be like, so? <laughs> I'm teaching real good right now with all this dissimulating love. And out of preferring one another, here, you come before me. We got 89 items in our basket, and somebody walk up with one thing, and we look back at them and say, there's a thing over there you can go to. Rather than say, hey, come on here, you go in front of me, you only got one thing. We'll do it for the first one. Then somebody else come up with two things behind it, we'd be like, that's it for the day. That's my quota. I gave one person a shot. We can let them through, too. So we're supposed to be kindly affection one to another, have affection toward one another. But we lose our affection and our brotherly love after somebody did something to us. But we're supposed to let brotherly love continue. And we're still supposed to prefer one or another. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the doors of opportunity He has opened in our lives doors of opportunity that will cause manifestations of awesome things in our lives. 
hope even more that you're seeing the importance of walking through the doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you so that we can receive and achieve all that God has planned and prepared for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up and to the church and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'd be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. Speaking of coming through, we invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointing and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. AGW hanging. Child care is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation service is available for this, too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'd be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought of being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 